Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. As you can tell by that voice, we do not have our normal co-host, but we are still going to talk about everything that happened in WWE this week, which means we're talking about Raw, we're talking about SmackDown Live, we're talking about tonight's episode of NXT, we're even going to talk a little bit of New Japan, because they had a big show recently, and of course... Everything else going on in the world of wrestling. I'm your host, Owen. John is not with us this week, but we have a special guest co-host. It is Robbie Russell. Hi. Uh, I regret to inform everyone that I will not be using the voice I use for the intro, because that's very hard to do. Ah, don't worry about it. See, they're used to having my co-host yelling a whole lot, so having someone talk in a normal voice would be a nice change. Yeah, um, I'm real chill, for better or worse. Yep, but we are streaming this live over at Twitch at twitch.tv slash ozone online and on YouTube. We do not have a fancy URL yet for that, so just search for prowrestling.cool and you will find our channel. Robbie, welcome to the show. Good to be here. I have always wanted to be on something wrestling related. Well, this is the place to do it because we talk about wrestling and that's pretty much it. That's that's good to know. Well, so, good to know. Sometimes we talk about video games too, which we do at the oh. top of the show. I didn't sign up for that. Oh, uh, you don't you don't play the video games? Uh, I mean, if you want to play my hand, I, I guess I do. Like like what, what? Have you been playing anything lately? Uh, work related or no? Well, sh- should we let people know where you work? If we want, sure. Uh, free plug. Hi, I work for Harmonix. Buy Drop Mix. It's great. Also, Rock Band's pretty cool. I don't know. I didn't say you could plug shit. I just said you could say where you work. Well, you didn't stop me, asshole. Well, you just kept steamrolling. So now you owe us some money. Well, technically, I just use copyrighted language on your stream, so you owe me money. Oh, snap. Use the law against me. I hate that. Heel turn. That's 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 what you say on the show. You say heel turn whenever you do something really shady. Oh, I didn't know that part, but all right. That that is actual thing that we do on the show. Whenever we go down a dark road, you just get out of it by saying heel turn. Oh, okay. Well, I'm already doing great. See, you're already in the branding. You're it's perfect. Take that, Oscar. Damn, shots fired. Because I believe Oscar was the last time we had a a, a guest co-host when John was out and. People should go back and listen to that episode. It is magical. Surprised it wasn't the last time. I mean, it has been so far. Oh. So there you go. Yeah, so it, it's been a while for uh, the Heel Turn Podcast because uh, the holidays happened and we were not broadcasting live. Instead, we were doing our best and worst of 2017. Robbie, did you check out any of that stuff on the website? Uh, I'm going to be an asshole and say no. That's fine. Hey, as long as you're honest. Yep. Yes, pe- people should go check those out. We have all the results up on the website along with the Liberation Podcast, where uh, it was me, John, and our special correspondent, Mistaken, chatting for three to four hours about all the good and bad things in wrestling. It's 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 quite incredible. That's how you pronounce his name. Mistaken? I I always said Mystican. Oh, you're one of those guys. 
I have I am learning so much tonight. Sorry, mistaken. It's it's cool. I mean, that's why on his uh, his streams he says says mistakes were made, and spells it well, with the Y. That that shows just how much I pay attention to all of you. I guess. Wow. I'm a busy man. I'm sorry. That's all good. Well, see, look, you're on my show right now, so you're paying attention yeah. a little bit because you have. Yeah, it's to. 2018. New year, new Robbie. Something like that. And surprisingly, wrestling might actually be good this year so far. Uh, we're ten days in. Let's not jinx it. Well, it's the uh, the road to WrestleMania. It's always a good time. Yeah, I mean, last I checked, last year's best WWE match also came in January. So, I mean, according to our website, that's not true at all because our match of the year was the War Games match. Oh, see, I'm I'm still all about that Dunvee bait. That was a pretty good. Pretty good. Was that, I don't think that was in January, was it? That was that takeover. I could be wrong. That was a takeover all, all Chicago. The, all the months are a blur where I come from. Yeah, that was takeover Chicago, oh. which was in like okay. May. Cool. Already fact checking me. Look, guys, it, it's it's my job. Prof That's fair. Professional. But yeah, um, you should check all that stuff out on the website. It's a lot of podcasts. It'll it'll take you a while, but uh, let, between the last time we were live, uh, a big event happened in Japan called uh, Wrestle Kingdom Twelve. Ooh! Uh, did you watch that live? I didn't watch it live, but because of the old bomb cyclone, I was stuck at home all day and watched it then. Nice. So I watched it like five hours after it was live. Nice, yeah, see, I, the, with the bomb cyclone, I knew that was coming, so I just, like, went to bed as soon as I got back from work, and then woke up at 2 o'clock and watched it until, like, 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning when it ended. Yeah, I tried to do work at home, and then I was like, never mind, I'm just gonna watch the, the, the WrestleMen beat each other up. And it's more. Yeah. It was, a it was a pretty good show, and, uh, if people do not check out the website... We announced this week that we're going to start covering New Japan in a uh, more sense than we were, as in we only talked about it at the end of the year. All right. Yeah, so well, that's something that's something that I will definitely be interested in because guess who doesn't have time to watch wrestling four days a week? It's my job. I kind of I'm forced to against my will. Yeah, it's 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 an unfortunate life that I live, but hey, you know it's a, it's a it's a living. You're you're doing God's work. I'm, I'm doing someone's work. Not sure if you're it's God's. Your, you're you're doing your work. You're getting paid for it. Exactly. But yeah, our uh, our friend Trace Evans has joined us as our New Japan correspondent, and he and I co-wrote a review for Russell Kingdom Twelve, which you can find on the website. But I want to get your thoughts on the show. What did you think of Russell Kingdom Twelve? It was great. Um, it's the first like full scale New Japan thing that I've actually watched in like as a whole. I usually just pick out matches, oh. and it's they they have a really really solid grasp of just like old school storytelling that uh, America as a whole I would venture to guess has just completely lost track of. Like, the thing that I was most in awe about, like, yeah, some of the matches were incredible, but story storytelling was, like, the, the forefront of it all. 
even in the the battle royale, which I was told was just like a a traditional match that happens all the time on the pre-show, that's a bit of a throwaway that you can ignore. Like, there is still the storytelling of like. Uh, uh, do, do spoilers matter? I mean, it's already happened. You can go for it. Okay, cool. Yeah, but the, like this, there was the the story of the cancer survivor showing up and winning. Like, like even something like that. Like that's good, solid babyface storytelling one hundred and one. Like he the greatest adversity mm-hmm. and like uh what was what was the hair versus hair match because i'm blanking on names right uh, now that was a uh, suzuki versus uh hiroki goto that was probably the best old school heel versus old school face comeback storytelling i've seen in years yeah i i like that match i think that's my was one of my favorite hair versus hair matches i've ever seen Probably my favorite hair versus hair match. Granted, I don't really... That's not a stipulation I've ever cared about. I've seen a hair versus hair match in person. Oh. Because I went to WrestleMania 20. Alright. Oh, no. Not... No. Yep. No. That's the one where Molly Holly got her head shaved. Oh, okay. Never mind. Cool. I'm blanking on WrestleMania numbers two. What, which one were you uh, thinking of? I sorry. Any anytime I hear hair versus hair in WrestleMania, I think Battle of the Billionaires. No, 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 no. That was in Detroit. Thank God. That was Detroit. That yeah. was WrestleMania twenty three. Okay. See, you are way better at remembering numbers than me, and I'm glad that's a thing. It is my job to do this. <laughs> yep. I I forget that the Shield was five years ago. At this point. Yeah. So that's that's my life. And the Attitude Era was a couple decades ago. <laughs> I, I get that part. Yeah. The '90s as a whole is easy to remember. Yeah, some people try uh, to try to still think it was recent. It's it wasn't a long time ago. Yeah. Back on the New Japan front, though, mm-hmm. um, how about that Fatal Four Way? Uh, that was my match of the night. It was same incredible. It it was like I know. I know modern wrestling seems to be up in a tizzy about quote-unquote spot fest, but I think that match nailed the perfect balance between obvious spots and just, like, flat-out good, like, storytelling and ring psychology. Yeah, and, and, the, and the beautiful part about that match was that all four men were involved at all times. Like, it wasn't, we're going to take a nap on the outside and do singles yeah, matches. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't a WWE match for Fatal 4 Ways. Everyone did something. Yeah, and, and if, uh, they, if anyone was taking a nap, they would all take a nap in the middle of the ring. So. They were all dead. Yep. And also, Marty Skrull grew grew wings, and it was bananas. It was beautiful. Did you know he built those himself? No. He sure well, did. How? He was backstage tinkering with a bunch of mechanical shit, and he made it himself. Jesus. How? How? He's a villain. Why are modern wrestlers so, like, secretly smart in other things these days? I don't understand. They're all a bunch of nerds. Bunch of nerds now. Speaking of nerds who are really good at other things outside of wrestling, Kenny Omega, my my favorite wrestler. Oh, you mean Pro Wrestling.Cool's 2017 Male Superstar of the Year? I'm not even surprised, because he earned it and then some. Mm Mm-hmm. Gonna first off call out that he is looking rather ravishing and dashing and that beautiful Osiris cosplay with that wonderful vigilance wing, but not to avoid copyright. One winged vigilance. Yes. The, the one, the, the one winged 
Vigilance, Vigilance One Wing. Angel. Yeah, angel. there we go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I don't want anyone to ever tell me again that only WWE has a monopoly on special ring entrances because nope. Yeah, because the thing was for our uh, one of our awards every year is best special entrance, and we mm-hmm. had trouble coming up with some for last year and. We had absolutely zero nominated for WrestleMania because WrestleMania had no good entrances. They were so dumb, right? So, That's when you just vote Rusev's tank entrance again or something. I've, it won the year that it happened, so I, I'd be yeah. I'd be for it. But yeah, this show had several. Yeah, um, Cody's fancy super duper villain attire with his. Uh, I I later found out on Twitter he. His Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild inspired. Of course it is. He's a, he's a Zelda nerd. Yeah, he's he's the other giant nerd of the wrestling industry. Sorry, Xavier, you're also one of them. But and and Kenny. Yeah, K- Kenny, Xavier, Cody. Yep. They're like the top three. Cesaro is also kind of a nerd. He, he he's still playing like a ton of Clash Royale. Yeah, but I think I also heard him once say that he refuses to buy a console because he knows what will happen. So, uh, well, well, he has a Switch, this, this, so it's fine. Everybody has a Switch these days. It's true. It's true. Yeah, as a whole, New, New Japan was, was great, and I definitely will just keep watching throughout the year. Yeah, what happened was last year I subscribed to the New Japan World for Wrestle Kingdom, and then I just canceled it, and I was like, yeah, that's good. I saw I saw the big show of the year. But yeah. with the focus now on the site that we're going to start covering New Japan more since they're kind of aiming toward the American audience more, you know, with the whole U.S. title and having the show in California again this year, we're uh, we're going to try to I'm going to try to watch a bunch of the shows, follow along and, you know, be educated on it. And I'm excited about it. It's something new. Yeah, there's a lot I need to learn about New Japan still, like uh, how do their tag team rules work? <laughs> But it, I'm I'm ready to take that wild ride. I see the rule. Like, the rule is you just pull out infinite water bottles and spin them at the crowd. Yeah, where did he get all those water bottles from? They just he had a magical coat. It's like Felix's bag. <sighs> he just keeps pulling them out. It's infinite water bottles. And Japan is a magical place. It, it truly is. I mean, they have the rainmaker. He makes money fly from the ceiling. He makes cameras spontaneously run. True. I mean, would you run, run away from the Rainmaker? I, I'd probably run away from a wrestling ring, if we're being honest. True. Really cut out for that. Don't try this at home. Yes, I've, I've only competed in a match once, and I think I'm good. I got drunk once and did a... It, it was a celebrity uh, costume party that everyone got drunk and turned into a celebrity deathmatch party. And celebrity de- deathmatch, great. Yep. I got speared through a table. Oh my god, like a real... In somebody's a, living room. A gimmicked one or an actual table? Oh no, it was a real table. Oh god, no! It's it's okay, because I RKO'd somebody on the kitchen floor. That also hurts. What the hell uh, is this party? I... I did a lot of dumb things in college. I think we all did, to be fair. Some more than others. Nice. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> also, uh, Johnny Viral in the Twitch chat is informing you that he does not have a Switch. 
So you are incorrect. Oh, yo, shout out to Johnny Viral. Uh, we were the former tour team champions in Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm, I miss you, boo-boo. Oh, that's so sweet. Had a little reunion here. Heel turn. Not even the 25th anniversary yet. Nope. Uh, do you have uh, any other thoughts on uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12? I mean, we could do an entire show about Wrestle Kingdom 12, but it's also yeah, we have other not, things like super fresh in my mind. Yeah, we have to talk about. And we got other things, and I I tried to give you that perfect raw seg, and you just well no because we're not talking about raw mess. We have a new segment after this. Oh, all right. See, I don't I don't know how any of this works. Well, usually so we do the news on. first, but I wanted to get to New Japan just to dip your feet into our wrestling talk. All right, yeah, hit me with that news. But first, I want to let people know that if they want to read my thoughts on Wrestle Kingdom 12, I wrote half of the review that is over at ProWrestling.cool. And now, I'm going to hit the jingle, and we're going to head into the news segment. All right, Robbie, you ready for some news? I didn't know you had a jingle. I'm glad I didn't talk. Most people do not know there's a jingle, but there is. All right. The new segment is literally the only segment on the show where we have a jingle. All right. Good to know. Hit me with that jingle. I mean, news. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not playing the jingle again, but I will tell you that uh, if you were checking Twitter today, uh, Cody Rhodes tweeted out an, an interesting image for the all-in show that he is helping put together and a date of September 1st. Ooh. Did you see this? I did not see this tweet. Twitter is very hard to keep track of at work, but September 1st, that's that's after a certain person's contract expires, right? Uh, something like that. Huh. It's very interesting, but uh, yeah, he was not the only person to tweet out this image, which it was, for everyone, it was just an image of themselves with the all-in logo and the date. Uh, uh-huh. Aside from Cody, uh, the Young Bucks tweeted this out. They're going to be there. Grass, grass is green. Kenny Omega is going to be there. It's blue. Marty Skrull is going to be there. Birds fly. Hangman Page. I'm running out of things to say about this. And Stephen Amell. Okay. All right. Yeah, I the arrow, I, I get the arrow himself. He's going to be there. Yeah. All right. I can understand that one. I've seen him wrestle a match. Yeah. Best celebrity match, probably. I know. I, I have. I think my best vine I ever did was uh, when I was at ringside for that match and did a a vine of him jumping off the top rope to the floor. People he apparently committed to the bit. People apparently like the Stephen Amell guy, so. Oh, he he uh, he treated the business with respect. That's all you can ask for most times. Exactly. That's my favorite part about that whole thing was that he was an actual fan who put in the work and actually was like knew what was happening and did a great job. Yep. Not often you see a celebrity sell. In the, oh yeah, he. I mean, he also Barrett was uh, beating the shit out of him for realsies to make sure he was selling. Oh well, that that will do it. Because in person, when he was on, on the side, you could see all the welts on his back. All right. It was great. Hmm. Yeah, September 1st. Uh, did, did they, like, 
confirm an arena or nope. anything? That's or... only a date. Okay. And only a few names. All More right. details to come. Slow trickle. My guess would be Chicago. Because that way you could get a certain former wrestler to show up. Yeah. I mean, he's this guy he claims he's the best in the world. Love Chicago. Mm, I'm, 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 I'm blanking here. Uh, former WWE champion. There's a lot of those. He was the longest reign WWE champion for a while, and then The Rock beat him. Hmm. That I, that I, narrows I, it I down. That narrows it down what, quite a bit. Where 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 are we going with this? Uh, the hmm. the Cookie Monster guy. Hold on. I'm. Ooh. Uh. I'm, I don't know why I checked my watch to figure this out, but I guess it's just clobbering time or something. It might be. Who knows? We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. I, I I have no information on if any of that. It's just rumors. Is the people that know. man? That man does have a certain cult of personality to him, I guess. Oh boy. Well, let's uh, let's move on from that news to talk about some bad news, because uh, the the that Joe guy, the Samoan Joe. He uh he got injured on Monday. Yep, he sure did. Yeah, he had um, during his match with Rhino, a uh, something popped in his right foot, and he is getting an MRI done to figure out what the fuck happened. So, so upsetting because I would have loved to see how they were gonna pull off him and Bailey. And that in the mixed match tournament, I needed it. I needed that team. I needed I was so ready Joe to it. embrace the power of hugs. Not meant to be. Did you want to? Did you want to reveal the the good news about that injury, though? There's no good news. There, there was some someone good news. What's the good news out of this? What, what could possibly uh, be good out of Samoa Joe being hurt and might not be in the Royal Rumble? He'll make it for WrestleMania. Well, it depends on the injury. Oh. We don't, again, yeah, MRI, we don't know if he's going to be out for months, if he's going to be out for a few weeks. It's, it's unsure. Yeah. I don't have anything to report as of right now, but uh, my gut would say he's just out for a couple weeks. That's what I'm hoping. Like, I, especially with that, the John Cena tease. Given the the deep deep wrestling lore of Samoa Joe and John Cena, I would love to see them clash, especially on a, a stage like WrestleMania. I don't think they would wrestle at WrestleMania. I think that is a uh, I, I forget which one Raw has. If it's Elimination Chamber or Fastlane, a boy can dream. But that's where I think they would clash because you know the rumor for John Cena for WrestleMania, right? Yeah, and I refuse to acknowledge it. The Undertaker's never retiring. It doesn't matter how many times he leaves his hat in the ring. He's never retiring. I wish he would. Oh, it's so getting, would I. It is getting physically uncomfortable to watch that man destroy himself for our entertainment. It's true. I saw his last good WrestleMania match. That it's... that was WrestleMania 29 against uh, the Chicago man. Ah, uh, yes, the the chipmunk guy. Chicago Steve. That's it. Yep. So uh, we're gonna wish Joe a speedy recovery. Hope he doesn't miss too much time, and he gets to beat the shit out of John Cena. 
because everyone wants to see that. Or anyone, I guess. Like you're you're really good at beating the shit out of people. Please just come back and resume shit beating. And and yelling at people because he's really good on at the yelling at but people. But ve- very eloquently yelling. Oh yeah, that's, that's what makes him so dangerous. <laughs> he's very well spoken and very dangerous. Did not expect to hear the phrase Pyrrhic victory on Raw, ever. Well, now you have. The Samoan poet. That's a, that's a good face turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, team, up, team up with Aiden English? No, he's busy with another uh, big scary man. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, but since he said face turn, we can turn this around and talk about some good news. Ooh. Because, you know, The Miz came back this week on Raw. I missed him. I missed him. I I wish you didn't say that, but you did. But he didn't just come back to say he's going after the Intercontinental Championship. He also announced that he has a new show coming to the USA Network later this year, and it is titled Miz and Misses. And I am so ready for this. Right? Oh, God. So the minute I saw that article, I grabbed my phone and I texted my girlfriend, who is, like, in love with shitty reality TV, Mm -hmm. but also watches wrestling with me now because I guess I'm really good at tricking people into doing that. And she fucking loves The Miz and can't understand why anyone would see him as a bad guy. And I'm just like, Alyssa... You know that really dumb reality TV show called Chrisley, whatever the fuck, that shows up on wrestling? Yeah, Chrisley. We're going to get that, but The Miz. And she's like, oh my god, when does it start? Starts later this year. Also, Johnny Viral in in the Twitch chat says, I can't tell if it's sarcasm in your voice, apathy. And the answer is, there's no sarcasm. He's legitimately excited about this. I I am super fucking excited. I love The Miz. I I love watching him. I love hearing him. I love Maurice. She's great. Maurice is wonderful. The Miz is, like, he deserves that Superstar of the Year award from Rolling Stone because nobody worked harder than him. I'm sorry, Dean. I love you to death, but nobody worked harder than The Miz to make the WWE relevant in 2017. Um, I don't know. One of our, two of our runners up were pretty strong candidates. With them being Braun Strowman and uh, AJ Styles, I mean, don't 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 make me decide between the Miz and Braun Strowman. Uh, I won't sleep tonight if I have to do that. Fair enough. We will we'll drop that for now. But I will tell you that the the Miz uh, the Miz and Maurice uh, show will be uh, six half hour episodes, and it's going to focus on them becoming parents. That'd be great, because I won't have to watch Total Divas to get my favorite part of Total Divas, which is Mike and Maurice. Really? It's not uh, Alexa and Naya? Nope, because if there's one thing I did learn from that show randomly being on sometimes, it's that the only sensible diva on that show, strangely enough, is Carmella. Huh. I like Carmella. She's super adult on that show. Shame about everyone else, Natalia. Wow. That's fired. Oh, you heard the news about that Carmella in the Mixed Match Challenge, right? Yep. Dreams do come true. Oh, man. I'm so excited that she had to eat those 100 pancakes to join the New Day. Man. 
Wrestling is good sometimes. Is that all it takes to join the New Day? Just eat 100 pancakes? That's what... Because IHOP's, IHOP's doing endless pancakes literally right now. I mean... We could all join the New Day. I, I mean, have you ever eaten 100 pancakes? Have I ever tried? Because, let me tell you something. It's not easy at all. Alright. Counterpoint. A wise man once said, if you can believe, you can achieve. Do you know who that man was? Um... Was it Enzo? It was Goku. Oh, close enough. He's he saved the world a few times, so I think he knows. They both have fucked up, spiky yellow hair, so it's close enough. Sometimes blue, sometimes. It's blue. Oh yeah, that's that is another talk for another show. Okay, I don't even want to get. I don't even want to get into it. Anime is fucking crazy. If I want wrestling is anime. If, well, yeah. I mean, I get my fix with that when I have the the pre-show with Rhythm Bastard, where he tries to tell me how great Tiger Mask W is, and I'm like, it's anime. It's good. It's pretty all right. Actual New Japan wrestlers show up. I, I I've heard this. Um, but let's look at some other news we got here. Uh, did you? I'm guessing no one noticed that Triple H was not at SmackDown this week because he doesn't show up on the television. Yeah, but I did hear something about where he might have been. Oh, there's no might have, because TMZ caught him. Oh, okay, so so this, this, this is, is going where I think it's going? This is confirmed. He was having dinner with Ronda Rousey and her agent. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Yep, uh, and what's great is that T- the TMZ reporter asked Ronda about what it was all about, and her answer was, she likes fine dining. Yeah. And then just gave her already, She has learned the business well. She, kayfabe is real. Good job. Rule number one. I, I, I look forward to seeing her in a couple weeks, where she wins yep. that Royal Rumble. And goes on to face Asuka, because, sorry, Alexa, you're losing that belt. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I would, I would pay, like, actual pay-per-view money to see Asuka versus uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I, I have a I have a slight feeling that they're gonna do like Ronda versus Charlotte or something. But Oscar versus Ronda would be like, let me that that's like the female equivalent of of a good old fashioned Haas versus Haas right there. Like it's they're just they'll beat the shit out of each other. It's like the legitimate you know UFC fighter, essential Brock Lesnar of the women's division. Against like the Undertaker of the women's division, with Oscar having this huge undefeated streak, it's it's huge. It writes itself. Let's let's do it. If we want to break that streak, I'll I'll allow that one. And I, I appreciate uh, Johnny's uh, comment in the chat saying I won't be mad at Ronda if she isn't a fucking part timer like goddamn Brock. Yep, I I can get behind that. Do you did you know? It's it's been like almost a year that the Universal title has been on a part timer. Yeah, between him and Goldberg. Yep, there's reasons why that main event scene stale. And there's a reason that the Miz talked about the Intercontinental title being the best pelt instead of the part timer championship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Case in point, 
they had to actually put the Intercontinental title on somebody while the Miz was gone. True. We'll talk about that segment because that that part was weird to me. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. But I got one more bit of news before we head into the Duval discussion, and I don't think you you've seen this one since right. you don't check the Twitter. But uh, Woken Matt Hardy tweeted something interesting. Oh, I did see this one. I think where uh, his fight with the uh, the Owl of Anthem seems to be over. Yeah, a lot of talk fouls today. But this is the owl relevant to wrestling, so Yeah, we don't need to talk about that, that other owl. Or that yeah. or that other owl. There's too many owls in my life, apparently. Clearly but, clearly. But yeah, I, I did see that, and honestly, I'm I'm good good for them. I like when uh wrestling disputes end uh, with a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Because Yeah. Right? They don't need that shit. Well, the good thing about this is that hopefully it leads to Woken Matt Hardy being more than the guy that laughs. Yeah. Maybe he'll be yeah, the getting... guy with the uh, the Senior Benjamin and the drone. Getting real tired of that laughing thing. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel like the the person that goes to show someone something really funny or cool on the internet... And it's like 30 minutes long. And like five minutes in, you can tell they're bored. And you're just like, no, 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 wait. It gets really good. I promise. And that's 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 my life right now with Woken Matt Hardy. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty apt uh, summary of it there. But yeah, we'll talk about Matt Hardy in a second because we're going to transition into the Raw discussion. Because Monday Night Raw had a... Uh, a pretty eventful episode this week. You know the first thing we need to talk about before any oh, before man. anything else. Fuck Ooh, the order. Fucking hell! Hit me with it. Fuck the order of the show. We need to talk about Braun Strowman. Oh my god! Ah, oh, fuck! Oh, the 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 boy is back in town. I tell you what. Let me tell you something. The boy never left. Oh god! Yeah. Fuck. Get Don't these hands, me. motherfucker. Mm. Get these hands. I don't I don't even care. Like I know I asked on Twitter what is what is WWE production even doing with the grappling hook, but no, like I don't fucking care. That was was worth it. Braun Strowman can summon anything he wants. It's, it's a crying shame there's no main event because Braun just killed two men, but uh, it was worth it. Uh, I wasn't looking forward to the match anyway, it's fine. Yeah, well, fuck it. Just, just, just give the belt to the grappling hook, the real MVP of this entire program. There you go. This is, but here's the thing: triple threat matches are no disqualification. It's true. He could swear- use the grappling hook and knock <sighs> down he the lighting rig. Pulls rate. a fucking grappling hook out in that match. I swear to God, I will elect wrestling for president. He just th- what he does is he throws it up and then he swings. Off the grappling hook and, and kick somebody. That's what he has to do. Let's, let's New go. Finisher. Yeah. Like he has to have the grappling hook for his finisher. That's amazing. But, uh, but yeah, if anyone didn't see the segment, fuck, fucking look it up. It's amazing. He, Kane and Brock Lesnar were backstage and then Braun Strowman showed out of nowhere and then said, hey, check out this grappling hook. Also, I'm going to throw these production trunks at you like I don't give a fuck. 
screw putting your hands up to protect yourself. You're dead now. Like I was, I was already holy shitting at him, just effortlessly lifting that gigantic production box. Because I, I used to move those around for for my job. That box alone was like around eighty five to a hundred pounds, and he just picked it up like a small child, and then threw it like an even smaller child. The best part is he threw them and. They couldn't get their hands up in time. You just, they just got fucking yeah, like, landed. Like they got they got mollywopped by a fucking production box. And then the giant the scaffolding thing got brought down by the grappling hook. Yeah, and those are those aren't exactly like light either. Like we could tell, yes, it they had stuff in the way so it would land on that and not on the wrestlers. But it's still fucking cool that it happened. Like the spectacle of Braun Strowman is the probably the only reason I tune into Raw every week. And if he's gonna keep doing cool shit like that, I will tune into Raw every single week. Job well done, take my money. Yeah, like I'm I'm the SmackDown editor for this site, but I I tune in for Brock. Fuck it, I'll I'll set aside time on my Monday nights for Brock uh, for Braun Strowman. That's why I meant I meant Braun Strowman. Yeah, their names are similar. How dare they? Braun, Braun and Joe, that's that's all I that's all I really tune into Raw for. And right now, it's all you, Braun. Oh yeah. But yeah, you should check that that out. Uh Paul Heyman's reaction. Sold it. Uh the 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 most concerned parent of all reactions. It's it was great. Like Paul's reactions to anything makes things. Like the match with the Undertaker at WrestleMania, the cutting to Paul during that was magical. This year, like whenever the camera cuts to Paul Heyman during a match, and he reacts, it's just solid gold. Great. Paul Heyman reacts are like the the one thing in wrestling that still feels real. I just need a, a folder of gifts of Paul Heyman reactions, and that that'll be how I tweet from now on. Maybe that'll be my twenty eighteen hobby. Collecting gifts of Paul Heyman. Yeah, why not? Put that put that shit on a Google Drive and share it with me. I need that. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Now we're talking. Ah, let's, let's talk about what else happened on Raw, aside from the, the, that uh, super cool shit. The rest of it. How about the how about Enzo More uh, having a crimson mask? Yeah, uh, I know we were both trying to figure out what the hell happened there. Did you, by some chance, figure out what the hell happened there? Yeah, Cedric kicked him in the head. And, okay, and, yep, and, that, and it landed. Right. It landed straight on uh, on his eyebrow and cut him open. It was bad. Yeah, it it looked bad. Like he got he, he had to get stitches for it. It was. Oof. Yeah, like I I tuned out because I don't give a shit about an Enzo Amore championship match. But I only give a shit I about just... one Enzo championship match. Yep. We and we we can get to that because I'm I'm in I'm in there I'm here for you I want that to happen too, mm-hmm. but but I I was I turned my head to like look at something on my computer and grab a drink or something and I turn around and his face is just covered in blood I'm like what the fuck what did you do Cedric that happened to me too I also did not look when it happened yeah like that's. That's the downside of like stuff like that. It's it's very blinking. You miss it, and every every time, every, every I just seem to blink. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, we we can skip that part. We can we can skip the 
I'm, I'm glad that his his ankle. I'm glad that was a work because man, Enzo's a really really good seller. That's, Are you sure it's a work? I'm I'm gonna say it's a work. I I, I mean I I, I think like I think this. he legit like tweaked it. I don't think it's an injury that'll keep him out of action. But I do think yeah, he was like in tears and in backstage, and I think that was a combination of his face being destroyed and his ankle being hurt. Yeah, I. I mean, I will I will retract my statement and say I'm glad he's not injured because one, I want to see what you want to see, and two, I I don't care how much I hate a guy, I don't want to see him get hurt. Yeah, and for people, d- yeah, for people who don't know what what we want is we want Drew Gulak to become the cruiserweight champion in his hometown at the Royal Rumble. I am all about this. Gulak is. The, I don't know if I should call him the the shining star of the cruise. You can't use that word. Don't use. Can't use it. It's it's copyrighted. No, it just just has bad things attached to it. That too. It he is he is the beacon of of the cruiserweight division, but he's also like the only reason to tune into the cruiserweight division right now. Like even even Hideo Itami fell flat, and then he. Murdered Brian Kendrick's face, and that's not going to go well. And now he's stuck in this uh, feud with uh, Jack Gallagher, who has fallen off completely since he turned heel. Yep. At least he dresses nice. Yeah, it only gets you so far, though. Yeah. That's my last job. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Drew Gulak did win an award on Pro Wrestling Not Cool for Best New Gimmick. Oh, I I wonder I wonder who got him that. It's yeah, that wasn't hard. That wasn't just me. Everyone else agreed with me on that one. Oh, okay. I mean, come on, you know the signs, the the siren, the powerpoints. It's all it's all lovely. Yeah, he, for by all accounts, he's also just a really nice person. He is. That's that's the thing with Philadelphians. They get a bad rap. They're actually pretty good people. Well, if you live in a place bad enough, see it, it 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 molds you. Yeah, and that's that's my one. I won't talk shit about your city for the rest of the show. That's it's, it's cool. It's cool. I'm I'm used to it. I'm I I I do the show with a New Yorker. I'm used to it. Oh, well, that's. Mm, nope, nope. I'm not gonna talk negatively about anyone's hometown. It's, it's fine, New York. New York is a bad place too. It's cool. You both suck. Yeah, you suck too. It's fine. We all we, we're all in agreement that everyone else sucks except for them. I'm here for my work. I have no allegiance to Boston. There you go. It's it's even better. So Boston's Boston's bad too. Boston's fine, but Boston's it's not bad. The roads are terrible. Like it's it's not a good city. No, it's not a bad city. Eh, I'm not a fan. It's but it is the city. Get the fuck out of here. The Roman Reigns. All of, right, the, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. The Roman Reigns of cities, fucking Boston. It's, there it's you out. go. There's it, your slogan now. Out. Fuck you. Our town motto is actually "Uwa." I, I believe it. It's, it. What is that? Is that the Samoan for something? The, um, the deep Samoan heritage of I Boston. Think, I think it's actually Samoan for "Go Pats." You can't see. I'm just shaking my head. I I don't I don't like the Patriots. 
Near do I, and we do not need to go into that on this show. Yep. But we can talk about The Miz now, and oh. and, and his promo, which had some weird stuff in it. I want to I wanna hear your thoughts first on this. Him talking about having to have the belt on the show so he could film his movie was a very weird line to say as a character in kayfabe. I mean, his character is also I am a movie star. So it makes sense. It's still weird to say I I care about this belt so much, but I'm going to lose it on purpose. So I go to the he, movies. He didn't say lose. He said he let Roman borrow it. Yeah, it just, it just came off weird to me. That's just... How do you feel about it? I mean... We're we're in the era of of the smart mark. Like everyone knows why he left the lost the belt. Everyone knows what he was doing. We like why hide it? Just just play into uh, it. See, the problem is if you go too far into it, then you become impact. Where they just like they say marks and shit out and talk about you know going against the script. It's just bad. It's Vince Russo. I mean, a couple months ago we had. John Cena call out Roman Reigns for not knowing how to do a promo. So I, I didn't like that either. We had, see, I I love I love that shit. I liked it. I, I liked am it. a smart. I liked it in the moment, but then when you thought about it, we had a whole bunch of stuff on the website about why that was a real bad thing. But you know, in the moment, it was great. But yeah. it, I mean, in the con- in the context of a wrestling show, not so much. I uh, I. The industry is protected where it counts, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm okay with little, little micro moments like that. Like there still is something that you need to kayfabe. There still are things that I consider to be acceptable knowledge. Like knowing the Miz went off to film a movie after he lost his title is fine. Uh-huh. That also explains why he didn't immediately come out the next week and demand a rematch because he had something else he had to do first. True. Also, he came back with that fly ass haircut, and that alone was enough to make me forgive everything. Hair goals. Yep. I I I I hair. It's it's like WrestleMania 27 all over again. No, we don't need to talk about WrestleMania 27 ever. No, we do not. But we can talk about the Miz's hair in 27. Okay, well that that I'll give you. His hair was on point. Everything so else was that package, that opening video package for the Miz. But then everything afterward not so much. And that's that's our WrestleMania 27 coverage. That's when the show ended. Yep. Kind of like how WrestleMania 20 ended after Undertaker versus Kane. Yep. I, I can't believe they actually did a video where they recapped the show, and that's actually how they ended it with Undertaker and Kane. So stupid. Ah, <sighs> uh, WWE. Hmm. But yeah, the Miz is gonna get his Intercontinental Championship match at Raw twenty five. Yep, and he, Which, he better win. I mean, he's he's gonna win. Roman can't carry all that weight with him into the Royal Rumble. You don't know that. Give him all the belts. But win the tag belts too. Fuck it. I'm honestly surprised they didn't have him win the tag belts by himself yet. Yet, that'll be yeah, that'll the, be the Raw before WrestleMania. I mean, that's. 
That's why I said yet, because I don't put it past them at this point. I'm telling you, I'll be the Raw before WrestleMania. He's going to win the tag belts, too, and then I'll have all the belts. By beating the shit out of Jason Jordan while Seth Rollins just shakes his head like a concerned grandma. They're not going to have the belts by then. Come on. Yeah, I know. The bar will have them for, like, the 50th time. Yep, and then Cesaro will get pinned for, like, the 50th time. Oh, and I will cry for, like, the 50th time. Yeah, Roman's gonna pin on both at the same time. Gotta look strong. Yeah. Come on. He'll, he'll stack one on top of the other and then pin them, which for some reason never counts as the guy underneath getting, like, the pin. But alright. But they're on the same team. That's, that's not how that works. Can't pin your own team. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But, uh... What else happened on Raw? Oh, um, I'm going to read you word for word what I wrote in the notes for this one, and then you need to answer me. Okay. Why the fuck did Titus Worldwide beat the bar? Hmm. Am I supposed to have an answer? I mean, you could say I, I have no fucking clue. That's an acceptable answer. Uh... For the kids? What? For, for, I don't. I don't know. Titus is clearly for for like he's he's dad of the year. Maybe he did it for his kids. I thought he was, maybe he's a did for people power. And at Raw, maybe Raw twenty five, John Laurinaitis is going to join Titus worldwide. Right. If if you want a if you want a real answer, maybe they're gonna shoehorn them into a triple threat at the last minute, but. All matches know, must have three participants now. Between, like, Titus Worldwide pinning the fucking bar and that multi-segment, oddly competitive match between Bray Wyatt and Apollo Crews the other week, maybe they're trying to build them and make them, like, viable competitors for 2018 because roster depth is still an issue. I like Johnny Viral's in the chat's uh, answer, and that is because the bar has outlived their usefulness to creative. Uh, yeah, that's probably also true, which sucks because they're like one of the two good tag teams you have on Raw. You know what I will say? I guess. I was going to say three because the revival, but then I remember that Dean Ambrose is not here and Jason Jordan doesn't exist. So, yeah, no two. Yeah. Um, you know what I do like about Titus Worldwide, though, is uh, Dana Brooke as this <laughs> inner weird stats uh, gimmick. Keeps her out of the ring and gives her some quality character work. No complaints here. I'm I'm into it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, no, it's great. She's she's doing well. Um, I'm glad they found something for her to do that isn't botch. I mean, she had hope when Emma was around, but now that she's non-existent, there is no hope for her. For one out for Emma. Yeah. Uh, Johnny says, also says, as a tag team, Mark, I hate the lack of tag team wrestling. It's the worst. It's been the worst for years, and I say, you're not watching SmackDown. About to say, have you considered SmackDown the only show that matters for tag team wrestling? SmackDown is the land of opportunity. The house that tag teams built. The house that the Usos and the New Day built. Yep. Man, they carried SmackDown for quite a while during the summer. 
You'd think they've got they finally found two more teams. You mean the Chad Gable? Oh wait, no, there's three teams. What are you talking about? The Bludgeon Brothers. Uh no, I'm I'm not allowing Bludgeon that, no. Brothers. Give them time. Fun fact, I don't have them in the notes, so we're not gonna be talking about the Bludgeon Brothers this week. Oh, I'm not complaining there. There's really nothing to say aside from they beat the Ascension because fucking duh, of course they did. Mm-hmm. But uh, back back to Raw. Yeah. Um, what else happened in Raw? Matt Hardy got his sweet music, but still the Hardy Boys graphics because what? And called them out on Twitter for it. D- did he really? I didn't see that. Yep. Uh, in in typical Matt Hardy fashion, he called he called that out in character, and in, ensured that it would never happen again. Like almost insinuating that he was going to hunt down the person responsible and personally delete him. Oh, that's awesome! I'm excited to see what the graphics are going to be. It's just going to be that that stupid woken image that they've been using. I hope not. Come on. Let let him actually go into uh you know Sony Vegas and put together his own film. Let's do it. I mean on on that token let him also have his wife play him out to the stage cuz I personally did not care for that music at all. I I liked it cuz it served the piano stuff and then it got and then he yelled deletes and then it went to the crazy rock and I I liked it. It's fun. I'm also not a I'm not a fan of wrestlers theme songs having like audio clips of them saying things in their theme. And ha- how about this? How about a person who's not them screaming at the top of their lungs to burn it down? I personally have nothing against that because it fits Seth Rollins' character both in and out of the business. Uh, excuse me. It fits Randy Orton much more. He's the guy who literally uh, burned down the house. Yeah, and Seth Rollins burned down the shield with a chair. That's a metal chair that wasn't on fire. The chair was not on fire. Sorry, it wasn't on fire. That just—that's how good he is at burning things down. Oh, okay. If, doesn't even need fire. Let it burn. All right. If you say so, I still think Randy Orton should have gotten the burn it down thing. Yeah, I mean Randy Orton should also get a retirement paycheck at this point. But that's also for SmackDown. Oh, it's fu- it's fine. He's the Undertaker of SmackDown now. He just shows up whenever the. Th- the authority figure needs someone to get beat up. Wish he would show up in a barber shop and shave that mangy head. Ow. Shots fired. I've got feelings. You got feelings about hair. I sure do. But yeah, uh, Matt Hardy beat Kurt Hawkins because I don't know why. New new character, new totem pole to start from, I guess. Oh, fucking. Then he just laughed at Bray Wyatt for like an uncomfortable amount of time, and that's it. So, fun story about that. I had a friend uh, that was there live for that. Johnny Viral knows this person. Okay. Oh, and they had no audio in the crowd for that. Oh, that's great. So they just they just saw both of them stare at each other uncomfortably. And he actually, like, tweeted out the people trying to figure out what the hell was happening for those at home. See, what you should have done is you should have started a kiss chant. Would have been a good time to bring bring back the hug it out. Oh, man. If that's how this ends and they both, and Bray Wise joins the Woken 
the Woken Warriors, that'd be kind of okay because his character sucks right now. I I half expect this to end in them being a tag team, honestly. Did, what else is Bray doing? Did you know that Bray Wyatt won ProWrestling.Cool's worst superstar of the year? Not surprised. Sadly, it's not really his fault either. That's kind of his fault. Uh, he had bad matches, I too. I would have bad matches, too, if I was handed awful story after awful story after awful story. You gotta love what you do. Hey, Brazango were handed a whole bunch of shit and they turned it into gold. As did yeah, the Rusev. Also, they're golden characters. Very wise. Also, I don't. Be. I don't know. Uh, Rusev is like an anomaly. Yeah, he was stuck with like, all that. They remember he was stuck losing the Randy Orton nonstop, and then all of a sudden he just had it in English one day and said Rusev Day and boom, now he's the most over baby face on the show. On the entire roster. And the entire roster. In all of WWE. In all of professional wrestling. Basically. Every day is Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day. I'm excited for the Rusev Rumble. Can't wait to see what happens at Rusev Mania. Someone, it, if, is there a poster out there for the Rumble? Because if there, if there is one with the typical everybody on it, someone needs to Photoshop it with it all being Rusev and be the Rusev Rumble. Both Rumbles, by the way. Actually, wait, no, no. Give 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 one to Rusev. Make everyone in the other one. One Lana, yeah. There you go. Perfect. <sighs> so... What else have we got here? I got I got one more thing for Raw if you want to talk about it. I mean, it's it's the only other note while noteworthy like good thing about Raw this week. So hit me with it. It's a uh, the Balor Club, man. Yep. Uh, thank God they are giving that poor boy something to do. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the and, thing. Like if because you haven't listened to the show, like for months now, I've been talking about how much I just dislike uh, Finn Balor and I'm like they're just giving him a whole bunch of nothing and expecting oh he's got a cool jacket also he, he's been getting sl- lazy in the ring and he's been lazy as a character because they won't give him anything I like started yeah, to actively dislike him he was he was getting Bray Wyatt where like they weren't giving him anything and I don't really fault him for like getting complacent in the ring but you could tell on Raw this week that he he was basically a new man. He looked like he was enjoying himself. He was having a great time out there. He was smiling from ear to ear when he came out for that promo. Yeah. And he he was energized, he was reinvigorated, and he fucking went in the ring. Yeah. Like, like this is the best thing that happened to Finn Balor since coming to WWE. Period. Yeah. And all it's it's worth mentioning, not just Balor, like everything I just said can also be applied to Gallus and Anderson. Like they've been stuck in a holding pattern too, and they also deserve way more than what they've been given, and they also just looked like new people in the ring this week. And plus in the backstage segment, they got the name drop, a bunch of people from Japan, like Bad Luck Fale and all them. Yep. Fale and, and Tama And Carl Anderson's hot Asian wife. Yep, like that's that's that more of that wrestling deep lore. I mean, he said he has said that in WB like a long time ago, but 
they he kind of dropped it when they stopped letting them to be characters. Yeah. But now they are again, and it's great, and I love it. It's the best thing happening on Raw, besides Braun Strowman. And they, they got a big win. Yeah, they beat, they got a, they beat Champions Club. <laughs> yeah. God, fuck you, Jason Jordan. I, like, you and your, like, weird ent- entitled millennial gimmick. Like, Jason Jordan's it's, the fucking worst, but as a heel, it's amazing, and I hate it. Yeah. It, it sucks because he's another one of those, like, I think he's a wonderful wrestler, and they're just doing all the wrong things with him scenarios. Meanwhile, look at Gable. He's just doing great. Oh, Gable's great. Don't, don't you talk bad about Gable. I would never talk bad about Gable. He's... I never thought I would ever picture Gable as a heel, and he just... He's killing it. We're gonna talk about him, for sure. Don't you worry about that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, um, they beat the fake shield in the main event of Raw. So that tells you how high they are in the Balor Club. Yeah. It's almost as if Finn Balor is over? Uh, yeah, he's been like over in quotation marks, but now he's like actually over. Yeah. So, bring it on. And that this is great because now I one of my favorite things about SmackDown, which we'll get to, is I don't really know what they're doing and where they're going with it. And now that Ballard Club is suddenly a force to be reckoned with, I don't know what they're going to do with them and where they're going for WrestleMania. And that makes me excited as a watcher. Because I hate knowing everything about wrestling, despite being a mark that reads dark sheets. Yeah, and as a journalist who is part of, like, I wouldn't use the term dirt sheets for what I do. I actually, like, do investigation and talk to people, but I also do not know what's going to happen. And I don't think a lot, I think a lot of people in my position also don't know. And it's exciting. Yeah, like, it's, it's nice to be surprised. I don't get surprised about Rock Band DLC anymore, so please give me this one thing, wrestling. Uh, Johnny in the chat says, it's raw creative, though. They're going to drop the ball on the Bower Club. And to you, I say, let me have yeah. some fun. Let us believe no, it, we need something. This this was the <laughs> dynamic of the Torque team. J- John, Johnny was the, uh, the the straight talker. I was, I was the hopeful optimist. He was the realist. Yeah, well... Bada boom, realist guy in the chat room. How you doing? How you doing, Jamie? Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for Raw. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about, if you want to talk about Nijax or whatever the hell else. Uh, there's there's one other thing I can talk about uh, for Raw, but it's also something that will come up for SmackDown, so we can wait. Okay, that that, that sounds good. Yeah. Let's, let's move on over to talk about SmackDown, which is uh, the show that I cover for the website for the most part. Though this week I also had to write about Raw because I needed to talk about the grappling hook. So, uh, Everyone needs to talk about the grappling hook. Yeah, the first thing I want to get about uh, SmackDown is a general thing that I noticed during the show. Why did everyone get entrances? Why did? Yeah, yeah. Like for example, remember the Becky Lynch versus Riot Squad match? Mm-hmm. Charlotte and Naomi got full entrances. Why? Be- 
Because Charlotte and Naomi are over? But they're not in the match. Why did you... You don't get entry... Just walk out with Becky Lynch. It's a two-hour show. We got we got to keep rolling. What are you doing? Well, clearly they, one, needed to fill time. But also, Charlotte and Naomi are, like, established stars on their own, right? They're not just hench women for the Riot Squad. So I, I can understand that one. Especially when one of them is also the current women's champion. But if you did during, like, the commercial break for the live crowd, I'd get it. But it just felt like a weird use of your two-hour TV time. It was also Bobby Roode got a full entrance for the uh, the Mojo-Zack Ryder match. Well, we know why that happened. But, yeah, but, but we didn't... We're going to get it next week when he has his match. We don't need that. Come on. Yeah, but it's it's a weekly reminder that that entrance gets pops. Also, he wasn't even on commentary. <laughs> Why was he there? Yeah, th- that part confused me. He literally just showed up in his rope to sit and watch the match and nothing else. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird thing. Uh, but yeah, because the reason I bring that up is also, like, there were a bunch of quick matches, and sometimes, like, right for a match, we cut right to something else, or we cut into something else in the middle of something. It felt like they were rushed in moments, but also they needed to include all these entrances, and it just, the show just had a weird flow to me. In my opinion, yeah, like I don't, I don't say this a lot about SmackDown, but watching like in ring wise, like this week was just kind of boring. Uh huh. I agree with that. I, I can't tell you anything happened in the main event. Um. Aside from the match started two extra times, it was pure shenanigans. I like that word. It's nice. I like it have it i will i've claimed it i'm gonna mail it to myself it is mine now there you go but let's get into the actual show and talk since i mentioned uh, charlotte and uh, naomi uh becky lynch is back from filming the movie too oh yeah she was in a movie wasn't she she was in the same movie the miz was in oh i hope she doesn't try to do an american accent you're really funny she did it would. I would watch that. Yeah, no, I I like Becky. She's great. She's fun. She's enjoyable. I'm glad to have her back. She's good in the ring. Uh, yeah. What I am not happy about, and this is the other thing from Raw, is I don't think Ruby Riot should be getting pinned right now. I don't think members of Absolution should be getting pinned right now. I don't think the Riot Squad or Absolution should be losing cleanly at any moment at this time they should be getting dirty wins or cheat like getting count outs or dqs losing cleanly and tapping out is going to do nothing but make them look like chumps right now and i don't understand why they're doing that i will give you that for absolution i will not give you that for the riot squad because the riot squad is garbage i really like Two-thirds of the Riot Squad. I'm... I think you're in the same boat that I'm in. I I love Ruby Riot. Mm-hmm. And I really like the other girl whose name blanks me right, right now. Alright, this is very important. Who's that other girl? It's not Liv Morgan. Alright, good. You're... Because Liv Morgan, you don't listen to the show. I hate her more than anything else in this company. Because... She, See, I don't... I don't hate Liv Morgan... But I also don't need two Carmellas. That, that, no, she's not Carmella. Carmella is Staten Island. That's whatever. I don't give a shit. I deal with New Jersey garbage 
almost daily because they're right across the river from me. I don't need it in my wrestling show. And she yeah, just, just oozes toxic waste of New Jersey, and it kills me every time. She's also just not very threatening. And, she, like, and she's not. She's not good on the microphone. She's not good in the ring. You look You look at Absolution, and like every single one of them looks like a legitimate threat. You look at the Riot Squad, and one, I... I I don't really know why Ruby Riot is the leader outside of the obvious like name potential. It's because she looks group. like Paige. Yeah, like that's that's the only thing going. Like you you really just kind of copy pasted, and something was lost in translation. They're knockoff Absolution, and it's always been that way. Yeah, they're I, I, even booked to lose the same way. And the difference is that at least Absolution has a a veteran in quotation marks in Paige. Whereas these are all three women, and they're kind of directionless on this clusterfuck of a women's division on SmackDown. Yeah, but like back to the original point, if you wanted to give them so, some direction, maybe build them up and not have them lose so quickly. You're, you're giving this, the booking in the women's division too much credit. I, I'm not giving them any credit. I'm just calling it as I see it. But, it's, but Becky did need to win. Because she yeah, is like she, the best. Yeah, thing she on did the just show. come back. But I, I don't know about a clean tap out victory. Like maybe a distraction roll up victory or something. Something fluky enough to a, still disqualification. Yeah, or you know, do the tap out by her being distracted by the others brawling on the outside. Yeah, like some something to still give Riot a little credibility. Yeah, but... I, ex- I I don't expect much out of the the Raw side of things, but I do expect a little bit out of SmackDown. They're usually at least, like, okay. The, the women's booking has been atrocious, though, because it's, every time a title opportunity comes up, it's everybody in the pool. We need everyone involved. The, the, for example, yeah. see that Lumber that Lumberjack match, because they don't say Lumberjill anymore. It's it's a very generic. Let's give everyone time to shine thing. And and by doing that, nobody shines. Yep, except for Naomi, but she just kind of closed. I was gonna say except for Carmella, but she did not yeah. cash in. Tried though. I predicted that on the show. I said she was gonna try to cash in during the match. Wonder when she will. Maybe inside the rumble. That'd be weird. If they put the champions in it because they need to fill spots. I mean, I, I can't imagine a Rumble without Charlotte and Alexa being in it because they're such big parts of the division. Why not let them to be in? And then if they win, they get to try to unify the belts. I still have a sneaking suspicion that Alexa's going to lose the belt from, for the Rumble. Before um, or I can still see her in it. Before. Yeah, because there's no way they're putting women's title matches on this card. This card is already way too big. Yeah, yeah that's at least two hours for two matches right there. Yeah, like, I, they have four hours, but they already have, like, so many matches that they're going to have to give time. And it's... I Yeah. It, luckily, they have a pre-show. I can see the, the two tag title matches being on the pre-show. But still, this card is ridiculously filled. Yeah. Like, I can, I can see Alexa in because I... Kind of feel like they'll 
give Asuka a title shot against Alexa and give her the belt to protect her from having to lose the Rumble. All right, I just got an interesting update on my watch here. Ooh. That uh, Triple H said a little something interesting about Ronda Rousey in the meeting they had. Oh, boy. He said, we're having conversations. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting mm. timing. I, I just, I just had, yeah. I just had to break that because I just got a message from someone about it. Uh huh. All right. But yeah, back to back, speaking. Since we're talking about the women, back to the women. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Becky got the win, and you know, it's bad for the Rise Squad, but it's good for Becky since they want to build her as an actual contender to win the Rumble because I think she is the top person that could do it on SmackDown. And what's good for Becky is good for me. Indeed. Also, what's good for Becky is good for Sami Zayn. Yeah, because they're being partners. Yeah. God, they're doing they're doing really good with these team-ups. Yeah. Most of them. The Bailey yeah. one's questionable. Yeah, I mean... I'd walk with Elias, but I don't know if I'd want Bailey to. No. I wanted her to be with Joe, but what can you do? Yeah. Also, I don't like the oh. uh, the Nia Jax Apollo Crews teaming either. That's boring. And weird. But that's only because Enzo got hurt, so he was unable to be in there. Yeah. Uh, also on SmackDown, uh, remember I mentioned the Bobby Roode entrance? Well, also there was a Mojo Raleigh versus Zack Ryder match that was happening for the uh, the United States Championship tournament. Yeah. Fun fa- Here's a fun fact for you. This will be the second time that I've attended a show in Philadelphia where a U- an, a vacant United States Championship had its champion ground. What was the first one? It happened 12 years ago today, in fact. Because Facebook reminded me. It was a it was a best of seven series between Booker T and a redacted name. Ah. And Booker okay. T was hurt, so he had Randy Orton filling in for him for but if Randy won, Booker still won the title, which happened. That's it's amazing. That's that's we that's a weird loophole. It's so weird, but yeah, Randy Orton won the United States title for uh for Booker. <laughs> Amazing! I have a great picture that I posted on Twitter of him That's at ringside celebrating. Incredible! Wrestling is good sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Res- wrestling is wrestling is good sometimes. Um, yeah that 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 Mojo Raleigh though, I am so on board with him as a heel. Oh, also one quick thing that I missed in the chat about our women conversation is Johnny. Said, uh, Rob, remember that time we fancy booked Bailey to be Femme Cena, not full Cena though, and Creative just threw her under under the bus. Yep, that's yeah, I've, I've, the thing that happened. Like like Creative, I've also given up on Bailey ever succeeding on the main roster. But um, Tish. But yeah, tell me about Mojo and Zack Ryder because Mojo's entrance theme is real bad. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with with entrance themes. They're they're all starting to bleed into the same. And, but aside from that, 
bad guy Raleigh is he is doing work and I am way behind it and he is he is somehow like low key turned into one of the best promos on SmackDown, if not the best. You mean the, he's almost got that Samoa Joe style eloquence to it all. Excuse me, you mean the best promo on Twitter because they don't show it on SmackDown. Yeah, that's really dumb too. Like he's he is spitting fire on is Twitter. Is it dumb? And you're, or is it he's doing this so he can say what he wants instead of reading lines that he's written? I mean, you could just have him do that backstage. Yeah, the micromagic WWE will let him just say whatever he wants. Come on now. Yeah, come on now. That's fair. He's, Either way, like he's really good when he wants. Yeah, he's doing to the things Zack Ryder did. He's going to social media and using that to build his character up, and it's working great. Yeah, and his his even his heel work in the ring is good. Like, yeah, I love I it. Never. I never cared for him as a wrestler, but I I do now. He, like this style works better for him. Yeah, much better. I think this year he's going to be like a huge part of the mid card on SmackDown as a heel, and I'm really yeah. and I'm really excited about it. He's great. I want him to feud with Ty Dillinger and then be the cornerstone of the mid card. Give it to I me. I could honestly see uh, Mojo Raleigh becoming the gender experiment of 2018. Becoming the what? The gender experiment. Really? You think he's going to become champion? Uh, if they do another surprise mid-card champion, it will be Mojo. That's that's my call. I, I would think they would do Baron Corbin before him. I I don't think they've given up on him. I would have said I would have said that last year, but. There's too much weirdness going on with him. True. Mojo at least is getting a solid push. We'll see how solid it is after this tournament, though. You know. After he becomes the first ever two-time winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. No, because he's going to be the the second to last one in there. Then Gronkowski's going to throw him out. Ah. Yeah. I thought we were done talking about the Patriots. Never. We're never done talking about the Patriots. In the Boston. Ugh. Yeah, this match was great. Uh, these two continue to have great matches, but it's time for Mojo to move on and take his spot as a top threat in the mid-card. So let's make it happen. Yeah. Uh, while we're at it, who who are you calling for the USA uh, tournament, and why is it Jinder Mahal? It's, Jinder's gonna win it. He's gonna beat Bobby. He's yeah. gonna beat Bobby Roode in the finals. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Shame. Really would love to see Xavier with the singles title. Y- you would, but it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Because of the weird loophole he's trying to establish there. You know what Xavier's been saying, right? He said he's, he's oh. saying that if he's champion, all three of them are champion. That's not how single cells work. That's never how it worked. Come on, Xavier. But yes, you know what? I mean, that's that's a that's a good uh, way to talk about Sammy and Kevin, I guess. Well, I also want to talk about Jinder real fast and say that his his backstage you know pre shot promo was actually kind of decent. Yeah, no, it it was. I would even say good. Like it was, it was short. It was to the point, and it was pre-recorded, which I think plays to all of Ginger's strengths on the microphone. 
Also, no rampant xenophobia. So, there's Hey! Step up. That yep. promo won worst promo of the year for this site. I'm not surprised. Not at all. The, the conversations we had during the deliberations were rough. Mm. But, yeah, I don't want to talk about the, the main event quite yet. Because we need to talk about something very important. Ooh. That... The team of Rusev and A in English are now referred to as Rusev Day. That makes them an official team. Official team, official name. Mwah! Chef Kiss. Ah, Beautiful, I love best. it. Just give my boy what he deserves. And Rusev sh- sh- rips his shirt off in, in tune with the A in English singing. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Love it. I, I could say nice things about Rusev for for like weeks, but I was very worried about Aiden English when Simon Gotch was let go, and I'm so glad to see him not just bounce back, but thrive with a new teammate. Yep. He's one of those people that needs someone to work off of. Yeah. And, like, he's, he's also, like, steadily growing in the ring. Yeah, for sure. And I... He's another person that I always thought was was more character than wrestler, and he's he's starting to. Play oh no, on. he's he's got he's got the Guerrero in, in his family, even though not by blood. So he kind of has to marry into talent. That's the Triple H way. Exactly. He's, you know, he's probably got some training from the family. So there you go. Just hangs out with Chavo on the weekends or something. Ooh, Chavo. Yeah, there we go. That's a callback. Uh, of course. That's how this show works, but uh, the important thing here is not Rusev Day, it's the fact that they lost to Brazongo. Clean. Yeah! I... I'm so conflicted. I love them both. Brazongo needed this! Yeah, like, Brazongo did need it. As I mentioned in my article for SmackDown, which is over at ProWrestling.Cool... I love both these teams, but when they took the fashion files and they, you know, banished it to WWE.com instead of being on the TV show, I was extremely worried about their push and going, oh no, they're just going to fade, they're going to slowly fade them out to not exist anymore. But then they get this big win. Yep. Now we only have to worry about the Ascension. Uh, As long as the Ascension stay attached to the the Brazongo, they'll be fine. Because they're really, really good on those segments. Yeah, comedy team The Ascension is not something I thought would happen in 2017, but here oh, we are. Oh, come on. They, they started being a comedy team when they were with Stardust. The Cosmic Wasteland. Yeah, that, was, that was like ascended comedy. That was, that was like played straight almost. I love That's that. That's the best part is when it's played straight. Like, they, they're kind of playing it straight now. They're, they're like being goofy, but they're also they're not, like not winking while they're doing it. It's great. Yeah, it'd be nice to see them win again. Remember when they were the longest reigning NXT tag team of all time? I I was at the match, their first uh, you know NXT special match where they fought uh, against Too Cool. If you can believe that, I I can't believe like they were unstoppable. And I love the Ascension. They are. I love them again now for di- completely different reasons. Yeah. 
I just, I, I kind of wish Creative loved them a little more, I guess. Yeah, well, at least they're at least they had the fashion files. They got that going for them. Yeah, that's true. Um, you were you were talking about Chad Gable earlier, so we need to talk about that uh, that injustice that they were complaining about in the ring. He's such a prick, and I love it. I I love that they that the uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable stole the Usos uh, promo style and turned it into their own. Yes, it's it works so well for them. Like and the yeah. the free the tag team shirt, stupid. Like, all all of that worked. They're so snotty. There's no sniveling. They're so like stuck up. It's. It's it's the kind of heel stuff that I don't usually like, but they're doing it so well. And they 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 did do one of my favorite heel wrestling tactics, which is probably why I liked it. And it's call out bad booking logic. Yeah. But to be fair, they were the illegal people in the match. They were. Like it was it was very illegal and it like if they did win I would probably just be complaining about that instead. But a referee's decision usually is final. When a, a match is turned over because of instant replay, I always call it out because that, what about all the times it doesn't happen? But it also gave me what is my runner-up for best wrestling quote of 2018 so far, which is the referee has recognized his mistake and it apologizes. Pretty good. Still not as good as get these hands. Yeah. You saw that Elias clip, right? From the uh, the house show? I was the one who sent it to you. Okay, good. Just making sure. That was me. I I I posted that in Discord and I added you immediately. Said. I was probably drunk. Like, Robbie, you need to see this. It's his new hit single. It's called Get These Hands. <laughs> I was I was probably drunk when I saw that the first time. And then you were drunk the other 20 times that you watched it. Probably. I probably just watched it 20 times right there. That's, that's what I'm getting at. You, you just get the looping forever. It's great. Before anyone asks, I'm not drunk right now. Good, because that's the number one rule. You must be sober to be on the show. Yep. Sign the release forms. We do, we do drug tests. Wellness policy is in oh. effect. But what if you want to make me look strong? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that under the table. Don't worry about it. All right. All good. But yeah, the, the, the yeah. result of this was that we're going to get a fucking great match of these guys against the Usos in a two out of three falls match at the Rumble. Let's go. Got our workhorse match. We in there. It's going to be on the pre-show. I don't give a shit. It's going to be great. Suddenly, I care about a pre-show. Oh, come Anytime the Usos are on the pre-show, it, it's worth watching. Come on. I mean, the downside is that happened way too much in 2017. Yeah, until the end, and they decided that they, are, they deserve to be in a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, wait a second. This is the only good match we have scheduled for this pay-per-view. <sighs> they even were the opening match of that pay-per-view I went to in July. That was very bad. It was the one, one of the few highlights of the show. Only highlight of that show. No, there was no, the, the great Kylie showed up. I was pretty stoked about that. All right, moving right along. 
Um, the last thing we're talking, we're talking about the, all the Shane and Danny Bryan stuff that uh, littered the show, including the main event. Yeah. These two are That's... not on the same page, I don't think, despite what they keep saying. Yeah. And that's another one of those magical little things where I don't actually know what the payoff to this is supposed to be. I I was talking with someone at work over this and like I like I don't they're they're both kind of doing things like that could be faceish or heel-ish and like I feel like I know who should be the heel and also, I don't, like, who's going to get the comeuppance? Like, Daniel Bryan can't get the comeuppance. He can't even get touched right now. Like, what's, so far, what's the deal? What's what's going to go on here? Wouldn't it be funny if right before WrestleMania, a doctor cleared him to be able to... That's... That's... Ideal. It's goals. very possible, because he said that by WrestleMania time, he will get a definitive answer. I almost would bank on it, except I thought 2017 was going to be a good year, too. I did, I did not. Saw what happened there. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, the way 2016 ended for America, I was like, ah, well, you know, it's only up from here, and then 2017 happened. So I'm not going to make that mistake again in 2018, and I'm going to say that I don't deserve nice things, and Daniel Bryan will retire from the WWE without jumping into another ring. Well, if we jump into another ring, it's not WWE, so... Well, I'm, I mean jumping into another WWE ring. I mean, they clear Kurt Angle. Come on. Yeah, that's... Come on! I, I feel like th that's probably exactly what Daniel Bryan is doing backstage right now as we speak. Yeah, he said, come on! Just, just pointing at pictures of the Kurt Angle poster... Look at the freaking neck. Series. Like, look at it. Like, I can point at the individual discs. Come on, guys. Let me at him. Come on. But, uh, I feel like they could even get away with, like, a, a Brett versus Vince WrestleMania-style thing where, like, Daniel doesn't have to take a single bump and just let him beat the shit out of Shane. Like, people would probably be okay with that. As long as he can hit the running knee. Yeah. Or, like, a yes lock or something. Like, I want... It needs to be the knee. That's the pop right there. It's the knee. Excuse me. I need I need you to say the, the full name of that move. What's the, the running goat? That's the knee that beat John Cena. Oh, right. The knee that beat John Cena. Yes. That's right. It, it, it confirmed it did happen. Mm-hmm. You and other knee also yeah. beat John Cena? Shinsuke Nakamura's. Yep. Get that Kinshasa. Instead of that suplex. Yep. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I could, uh... The way I see this going, I see it going that Daniel Bryan is an agent of chaos that is just stirring up shit to eventually break Shane McMahon and turn him into a heel. Just so he has an excuse to get back in the ring. This is a plot. I, by, this is a I, plot by his character to get an in. I almost feel yeah. Like you, you mentioned that he's he's like true chaotic neutral right now, and it's it's great because he's kind of like 
hauling it down the middle as far as a GM. He doesn't care if you're a heel. He doesn't care if you're a face. But if you fuck with him, you're going to get fucked up. Yeah. And if you if you get in his face and you, you start saying shit, then he's just going to book you in a really shitty match because you should have left him alone. He's having a bad week. Yeah, and you said a certain word that could be construed into a match. That's it. That happened last week with the handicap match. That happened this week with the two out of three falls match. It's pretty smart. Because technically they are saying these things. He's just giving them what yeah. they want, even if they didn't actually want it. Good. And then, then Bobby Roode's going to be like, well, wow, geez, you, you might as well lock me up in some kind of Punjabi prison. Because I'm going to beat him down. Let me just tell you something. The Punjabi prison is very large. It very well could still be here. They could have a Punjabi prison at the Rumble. Uh, I'm just saying it could it, it it may have never left the building. I'm not saying I want it because I couldn't see jack shit during that match. So well, it's possible. Have you seen the pictures I posted? You can't see shit. I I remember, like the the cameraman couldn't even see shit. How how could anyone in in the crowd? It's see hilarious. It? It's hilarious. We didn't know how to react to things. We're like, did something happen? Did the door close? I don't know. That's probably right up there with being live for the House of Horrors match. Oh man, I would I would have loved to have been live for the House of Horrors match. That shit's stupid. I love it. I, I was there for the flag match at Battleground where they took place on the stage and they said. Hey, people on the floor probably can't see the stage from here because we don't have an elevated ramp. Let's not put it on the screen above them because we need to put these pictures of flags there. Literally no one could see what was happening. I, and I love flag matches. I didn't get to see it. I, it sounded awesome. What a dumb pay-per-view. Yeah, but I'm, I'm so glad I went. I, I have it off my bucket list that I've seen a... Uh, Punjabi prison, and also, I legitimately like flag matches, so it works. No one has to. Yep. But, uh, yeah, then, uh, so Brian was doing that, uh, those shenanigans. Uh, Shane opened the show by flipping the handicap match and having uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a handicap match against uh, AJ Styles and his personal undertakers, uh, Nakamura and Randy Orton. Pretty much what they are at this point. They're just puppets for Shane that just attack people that he commands. He really had nothing else going really... on. Yeah, I'm very sad about I I love Nakamura and for a time he was my favorite wrestler. And like there's still a tinge of me that wants Nakamura to be my favorite wrestler again. But I... SmackDown just makes it Harder and harder every hey, week man. because he's doing nothing. Waiting for the build of WrestleMania, him in style. Let's go. Yeah, like rekindle it. I'm ready. I'm here. Like build that feud. They're, Give they're me gonna, that because you don't have anything else for your main they're, event. Right? They're now. gonna do that after Fastlane. It'll be fine. Have, they have to, and they better fucking do it right. No one knows to. I will, swear to God, I'll I'll cancel my network subscription. You know I will. You know I, I will. don't know you will. 
I won't. Of course you won't. You're gonna fucking want to watch Takeover and everything. It's nine ninety nine a month. But I here's only use. Here's the kicker, though. I only use it for pay per views. Here's the kicker, though. You don't. You don't need to be, have it because we're gonna be hanging out during WrestleMania in person. Are uh, it's during packs. Oh, WrestleMania is during packs. I'm gonna have a bunch. I'm gonna be getting a bunch of people together to watch it. You're fucking invited. Fucking of course. A fucking shit party at my house or something. Do you need a venue? I'm, I'm, I have a, we're gonna find a bar or something, I don't know, we're, I'm gonna be organizing something, don't worry about it, we can talk about it off the air. Yeah. Point is, you and I are gonna be hanging out, watching TakeOver and WrestleMania. Hell yeah, fuck it, there we go, personalized graps. There you go. So you don't even need the network, it's all good. Alright, note to self, do not apply to do anything at PAX. Exactly. All nights are filled. Boom. We're just gonna have four nights of wrestling, just like everyone else in WrestleMania. Yep, but, uh, yeah, Shane did that stuff at the beginning, and then also during the handicap match, he fucked with them more by making it no count outs at one point, and then making it no disqualifications at another point, just to fuck them over. Even though, technically, they'd lost the matches all those other times, too. Yep. He just wanted to see them get pinned. Yeah. Ch- Chain is totally going to turn into the heel. He he has to. He's a McMahon. That's exactly the point. Danny Bryan is setting up just so he can beat up a McMahon. As well. It's what you get for not letting him wrestle all these years. Yep. So, uh... That's all I got for SmackDown, unless you have anything else you want to mention. No, that's, that's kind of it. Uh, aside from the weird fact that the Usos were not actually on TV. That's how SmackDown works. People disappear some weeks because they only have two yeah, hours. Yeah, which it's nice, too, because SmackDown's more of a workhorse show, and it allows them to actually take a break and relax. It's kind of like NXT, where some people show up every other week or whatnot. Yeah. Speaking of NXT. Speaking of NXT, now's the part where we're going to talk about NXT because uh, we both watched it before we went on the air, and you you wrote a bunch of notes. I did. I took it real serious. Which, uh, for the folks at home, if you want to check out uh, Robbie's notes, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pwc. And for just a dollar a month, you get to read these notes. And he wrote a bunch of them. And they're all dumb. Why don't you, uh, you know, fish through these and get, talk to me about this show? Well, you said fish. I did on I did on purpose. Yes. Yes. The very first note of my show is Bobby Fish has the best facial hair in NXT, hands down. Yeah, these uh, which is these guys had an opening promo that was pretty much NWO style, and it was great. Muted era is great. They're just hanging out backstage, their music's playing. It's the best thing about old school teams, where every single one of them is a threat on their own, but together they are just something far, far greater than they have any right to be. Mm -hmm. They They all lend themselves to each other, they all bring something special to the table, and they're they're just, they're the, they're the second best thing on NXT in my opinion, right now. Oh, it's number one. Oh, I am, I am 
the world's foremost Alistair Black stand. I need everyone to know that. I, I, I get it. He's, he's pretty good. He's the best. Yeah, Undisputed Era kicked off the show with this cool promo. And then we find out that this is the start of the tapings at, uh, at the center stage in Atlanta. Yeah. AKA the former home of WCW Saturday Night. Real weird watching everyone just kind of like jump down those stairs. There was no ramp. It was very strange. I had a friend who was at the show and he showed me pictures of the, of the stage setup and it was very weird. Because he had this he yeah. had the elevated stage and then the ring was positioned like Fire Pro on on that angle. Like Fire Pro. Yeah, that that also looked real weird. But it was like it's it was kinda cool because it's nice to see something different than the traditional full sail setup. Yeah, but also they tried to shoot it the same way, with the uh, camera being near the entrance way. But elevated a little bit to give it a slight different angle, which was nice. Yeah. You know what wasn't nice, though? Uh, the opening match? Uh, let's let's first talk about that theme. That theme song. Oh, you mean the, 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 the theme where it starts off with the Four Horsemen's theme? Why, why did you have actual horses? That's how... And have you heard the theme for the Four Horsemen? Yeah, I know, but like, why? Why did you give it to the Four Horse Women? Like, I didn't like it back no, then. No, here's the problem. I don't like it. No, now. your question is, should be: Why didn't they give them that sick guitar like the Four Horsemen? Yeah, like I just, I don't, I don't give a fuck about horses' name. Oh come on, the Four Horsemen has, I think, the greatest theme in wrestling history. Are they, are the rest of the horsewomen going to actually show up, though? I mean, Rhonda's on her way. Yeah, that's, they're not called the two horsewomen. I'm sure the other two are coming with her. If, I, I don't know, I just, I don't, I never liked the horses thing and the four horsemen's theme. I thought it was silly. Maybe they'll get rid of it, who knows. Yeah, but the match... Uh, if if you want to call it that, like oh, the, you mean you was, mean the mauling? Yeah, it was it was just a good old fashioned mugging, and it sucks because I love Dakota kind of death. Yeah. She deserves so much more than just getting jobbed out. But oh, she didn't get jobbed out. She had her fucking arm broken. She got destroyed. Like I legit like, think she got her arm fucked up because there's no like way it that that looked so gross, and they just kept going back to it. Yeah, I don't think that was her being flexible. I think she legit just fucked her arm up. I. It's the way she was screaming. That was legit. Those were not selling screams. Those were real screams. I don't know. I've I've made that mistake before. I'm gonna make like air on the side of optimism here and say that she's fine and just really fucking good at what she does because she's like an uber white meat baby face. I'll, I'll say this: but, I bet she did not feel great after that. Oh, she probably didn't. Like, I don't I don't think there's any way in hell that you're gonna step into the ring with Shayna Baszler and feel great afterwards. And that's not like a knock. On oh, there's Shana a. Either. I have all the knocks in the world because I put her. Yeah, I. I put her. I know that you do not like. Her. I put her match against the. Uh, well, number one, she was our, my worst. The website's worst uh, female superstar of the year. 
but also, well, no, actually, no, she was the runner-up because uh, Sexy Star was the worst, but uh, for obvious reasons. But yeah, her match against uh, against Kari Sane in the Mayon Classic Finals was one of our worst matches of the year because uh, yeah, Shayna doesn't know how to sell, and also she doesn't know how to let up on her hits, and probably gave the uh, Kari Sane like two concussions. She's she's, yeah. she's reckless, and I don't like her, and I don't like watching her beat up people for real. It's it's why I don't watch UFC. I don't want to see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give some positives to the quote unquote match tonight, though. Like, she has really good character work. It was really on display tonight, and I feel like she can kind of lean on that. For the time being, was it character work or was she just being an asshole? Because she is an asshole. I mean, that's that's part of why it's great. <laughs> that's fair. You're not. Sure. That's fair. I'll give you that. Yeah, but like it, it worked. It it was it was expertly done. I wanted to boo her not just because I think Dakota Kai is great, but also because she just seemed like an asshole. Also, fun fact: I learned tonight that Shanna Baszler is from Sioux Falls. So I texted Alyssa about that, and now Shayna Baszler is uh, Alyssa's favorite wrestler. Oh, boy. Has she seen her? uh, (laughs) She remembers her from the Mae Young Classic. She's not actually Alyssa's favorite wrestler, but she thinks it's really cool that somebody from Sioux Falls is also, like, a legitimate badass in the world of fighting. Yeah, there's a legitimate badass in the WWE from Philadelphia. His name is Drew Gulak. Have you seen his PowerPoints? No, I have not. Well, they should make some time to see the PowerPoints. He has about a thousand slides. It'll take a while. Yeah. Um. Speaking of uh, things that aren't PowerPoints, good transition. Uh, after that, what do you got? We had uh that that short but sweet-ish authors of pain promo, I believe. Where the authors of pain spoke English for some of it. Yeah, that was real weird. I was like, what the fuck? Because like, like at the I, beginning, I could have sworn that it, whichever one that was, Akuma Razor, uh, he forgot that their characters don't speak English and just switched in and, the middle. Yeah, like I, <coughs> I'm of the boat that if you if you have a a manager. You don't really need to do any talking. Excuse, excuse so me? I, Brock Lesnar disagrees? I mean, he just doesn't want to do any talking. There's he's he's going to make you uh, piss yourself? Eh, Blood and piss and vomit and whatever else he said that one time? Backstage Brock Lesnar promos don't count. Okay, okay fine. Yeah, like... This was also you got Paul Ellering standing right there. You probably don't need to do any speaking. Is what I'm saying. I think it worked well. I think I, it was cool. I like the balance. I thought it. Yeah, like I, I thought it was cool, but I, I don't know if I was ready to hear the authors of Pain speak English. I think I think I was just thrown back because that happened. Yeah, that was like, fucking weird. Because the one started in English and went to a uh, Samoan or whatever the language they're doing, and then the other one was yeah. in the, that language and it switched into English. It was weird. It it was odd, but it worked. It was a nice backdrop. Paul Ellering sounded intense as fuck. He's real good at that. 
Yes. Hmm. What else we got? We got that. We got that uh, Cassius Ono match against Raul Mendoza. Yep. I didn't care about it. Weird Cassius Ono match. You didn't care about. It. I don't believe it. It's as if he's hmm. kind of hit and miss. Yeah, it's it's almost like he's he's great when he's great, but. When he has a match with no stakes against someone that I don't really know anything about, and it's just kind of there, why watch it? Yeah, I kind of zoomed out during this, too. Yeah, it was it was just the extended squash match to fill time, basically. Yep, indeed. Luckily, Zelina Fega showed up right afterwards. I don't understand why all of a sudden the backstage interviews in NXT are all, we have all these fake reporters with iPhones now. It's it's a weird weird touch, but I assume it's because of the way Zelina Vega is. No, no, but this is everybody does this now. Like they've done it with Lars, they've done it with the iconic duo, they've done it with Ember Moon, they do it with everybody, and it's weird. I don't. I'm like, where are these reporters coming from? And why is there always one XT mic that you're actually using the mic at? I don't know, but I do know that. Zelina Vega is great and is probably one of, if not the best managers in wrestling. Oh, right uh, Paul Heyman. Paul Ellering. Uh, that's why I said one of, if not the, that leaves room for. Our okay, I'm saying cause it, there's two. <laughs> there's so. She's very good, though. Yeah, she's just, just let her take the compliment. Jeez. No, she has to earn it. She. I I think she more. I need to, I need to hang out with her in a, in a couple weeks for research purposes. Also, I would also put her above Paul Ellering at the very least. I don't. I think she needs more time before I would say that. I do. I do I, really like her work with Johnny Gargano, though, which we're gonna get more of. I I think Paul Ellering needs to do more in NXT. I mean, Zelina's gonna do the ultimate troll to Johnny Gargano though at Takeover Philadelphia. You know that, right? Yeah, you know how she keeps. You know how she great. keeps having these DIY shirts that she keeps wearing. Mm-hmm. This time she's gonna have the actual other member of DIY show up and murder him. Well, yeah, I like that. I it's it's been long enough, right? I mean, it's 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 yeah. gonna happen at, at Takeover Philadelphia. But, and I'm gonna lose my shit when it does. Yeah, like he's it's. It's been plenty of time. He's healed, right? He's ready. He, he's, he's I can tell you, he will be there. And he is yeah, going to like fuck some shit up. There's no doubt in my mind. Like it's it's time. We're ready for that feud. I don't actually. I don't think we're ready for that feud. But it's gonna happen. Oh, I'm I'm ready. This is WrestleMania weekend. Let's go. Yeah. Speaking of Johnny Gargano, you know who he wasn't ready for? What? The Dream, baby. I mean, who who is the Dream besides the Dream? The Dream is the Dream. The Velveteen Dream. Tell me more about the dream. Oh, God. He is... How does someone grow so much so fast? Easy. You, you, like, just, you just take something from The Rock, which is you refer to yourself as the and your name over and over. And it just becomes the entire arc of, like, the one of the best feuds in NXT in 2017. And... 
Like I was, I was worried. Like, are like that can't just be it from him. Like, don't let him plateau there. And then he just shows up in this this fucking Gargano promo, and owns the entire thing. Yeah, he stole. He stole the scene. So good. Yeah, the dream is the best. I. I want. I want to see Dream versus Gargano like right now. Well, I can give you a minor spoiler and say that you're going to get that. I I know. I I read I read those tapings. Too. I I tend not to, except when it's for a takeover that I'm attending and I need to know the card. I I tend to read them because I can't always guarantee that I have time or want to make time to watch NXT on Wednesday. Because after five hours, sometimes you just don't want to do it. I'm right there with you, but I have a job where I have to. Yep. That's why I don't play Rock Band at home every night. I don't blame you. Don't bl- uh, I still I still go else? to wrestling though. I'm an idiot. Hmm. My. The next note I have is uh, probably shouldn't talk about bands. So I'm going to skip that one. Uh, you don't want to talk about how Asking Alexandria has two theme songs for this, pa- for this takeover from the same album? Because what the fuck? I mean, that album did just come out. But two songs? No one gets two yeah. songs. Illegal. I don't, I don't get to have music opinions, so. You know what? You don't have to. I'm I'm having them for you. This is fucking stupid, but I don't care because the music does not affect the quality of the pay per view. Unless it's Code Orange showing Alistair Black's intro. Why aren't they having bands from Philadelphia? We have plenty of them. Yeah, no, that's that is weird. I'll give we, you that. We have one. a very good music scene here. Gotta have something. We have a lot. We have a lot of things. Shut up. Yeah, Street Profits got a lot of things too now. They've got a number one contenders match. They also apparently have their own camera. Yeah, they also have Regal doing. I I can't even remember the name of the dance, but oh, man, William Regal's Regal, great. American have, have you ever seen him freestyle rap? He is a treasure. He's he's so good at every single aspect of everything this industry does. And it's so easy to forget that sometimes. Why isn't Regal in the Hall of Fame? Why isn't Regal in the Hall? This is a legitimate question. Why isn't he in the Hall yeah. of Fame? Like he's he's right up there with like Bischoff as like why why hasn't this happened yet? Actually, no, he's above Bischoff. He is absolutely above. Why hasn't Bischoff. this happened yet? Because he's he's Dude. he's a multi-time European champion. A- yeah, and a tag that's, champion. That's, He's in everything. He's King of the Ring. And General Manager of Raw. General Manager of NXT. I'm sad now. It'll happen. He's a he's a real man's man. We don't bring that part up though. Oh I will. Did you know one time on uh I think it was main events or su- It was main event. No, no it was su- it might have been superstars. Yeah, no, it was Superstars. I don't know if main event was even a thing yet. He already had the match with Danny Bryan, and the music, yeah. he came out to the man's music, and he did not know that was going to happen. He, it was it was great. That's Wrestling is good sometimes. Wrestling is good sometimes. It's good right now, actually, which is weird. Yeah. 
And a last problem. Shut up! Be, enjoy it in the moment. Okay. Live in the moment. Tell, tell uh, me about uh, how Regal said they're going to fight the Authors of Pain now and goodbye Street Profits. Yep. Uh, you had your fun. Now you're dead. Uh, speaking of dead people, uh, I had in my notes, uh, and I quote, Oh wow, Leo Rush lives. Yeah, that's nice. And then uh, Lars Sullivan comes out, and I put, "Oh wow, Leo Rush is dead." Uh, can can we talk about uh, Lars's uh, entrance? It's a really holy good fucking shit. Where did that come from? Yeah, uh, he. I don't know when it like debuted, but he had that entrance last week for the Fatal Four Way, and it was really. I good. didn't see it last week because I was on my vacation. From wrestling, yeah, it was got a really good entrance, like, and he's also also like steadily improving in the ring. Because here's the thing, like he, they do the thing where they did with Nia Jax, where they have the close up of his face, but he actually looks fucking terrifying. Yeah, no, he's he's a fucking freak. That's why he won our best newcomer award. Yeah, he's great. He he murdered. Leo Rush, as expected. Well, yeah, because Leo Rush is a fucking and then, goober. And then he turbo murdered him from the top row. He's a fucking goober. Fuck Leo Rush. Yeah, he he was not ready for Lars. Leo Holden. Rush should just stick to ta- same terrible shit on Twitter. Yeah, or no selling table spots in CCW. Oh Jesus, that's true. I, yeah. Yep. I. Do kind of think that Lars needs a new finisher, though, in my opinion. I don't know. Uh, Braun Strowman also has a, a running slam. That's that's my problem with it. It's not that I think it's a bad finisher. I but imagine these two fighting. Braun but they're like, he's just NXT's Braun. Imagine them as a tag team. That I'm mean, sure, but have different. They slam everybody. They slam two people. Uh, they slam two people in the ring at once, and the ring blows up. Let's go. Okay, I guess I'm into this. There now. you go. But he's got to grow a beard. I mean, obviously, they're going. He's okay. Going to become other brawn. Also, he wasn't terrible on the bike. wasn't good, but it was it was fine for where he's at. I, I but don't you understand his character? He's like a calculated genius monster. I like it. Owen? No, but actually, like an actual monster. He's like okay. He's like a he's like a smarter version of Braun. I can dig it. Yeah, like he talks eloquently and shit, and it's awesome. I like it. Uh, after that was more undisputed era shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, you mean the part where they. Killed sanity. Yeah, just just murder them all. They said, "Hey, here's this deconstructed the uh, war games cage. We're gonna kill you with it." Surprise! You're dead. No tag team match for us, lol. I mean, that's how it works. If, if you win by forfeits, kind of smart. Yeah, like one of the many many good things about that team that I noticed again every time I watch them. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly in particular has this like 
really, really incredible, like, just heel swagger to him. Like, the way he walks out, the way he, like, moves and whatnot. It's, like, ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, he walks out, like, the, the most cocky, slimy, disgusting heel, but then he gets in the ring and turns into, like, a fucking animal. And it's... It's incredible to me. Yeah, the, ca- the the character work of the Undisputed Era so far has really surprised me. Yeah. Also, the it was either I, him or Bobby who had the line when they were gloating about how Sanity wasn't out there. And Wonder was like, I can run up to the roof to remind them. And I burst out laughing. That's, pr- that's really good. That's a really good line. And... Also, like, Nikki Cross, like, having to be held back because she was about to go beat the shit out of all three of them herself. Like, one day, they're going to just unleash her on another, like, man in the ring, and she's going to tear them apart, and it's going to be the best. I can't wait. I mean, they let Becky Lynch and Ellsworth have a intergender match. Let's go. Yeah. Like, she... I just want to see her rip somebody's head off. Yes. Put her in the mixed match challenge. Let's go. Which she even team with? You take Alexa out and you put her with Braun. I'm down. Yeah. yeah. Still it. would be so good. There we go. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. I didn't put anything in my notes about Roderick Strong. But Roderick Strong came out and interrupted William Regal. Why do people interrupt William Regal for one? Like, don't do that. Assholes. Like, let the man talk. Like, well, you're just saying, I'm taking this opportunity because you're going to find somebody, but I want to be the person you found. So look at me, I'm right here. Yeah, like, at least finish a sentence. Like, don't be a dick about he it. Probably, Stand he, there he and He wait probably your turn. told the person with the music key, like, wait till he finishes and the button slips. Like, oh, fuck, I got to go out now. Okay. Now, now oh, I'm man, the bad guy. Now, now I've got egg on my face. Now I'm the bad guy. Ugh. And Alistair Black comes out without his cool entrance, but it's okay because he's Alistair Black. One there in a small venue to surprise Alistair Black. Yeah, like surprise Alistair Black is literally in my notes as surprise Alistair Black. Yep, it's good. They they were surprisingly all right as a tag team too. Like I don't want to see them team up because they're both better than that. True. But it was good. It worked for the situation. Yep. And we interrupt that match to bring you a commercial about Philadelphia. Oh, you put that in the notes? Uh, the exact thing I put in the notes was in before Owen screams about this commercial. Yo, this commercial's old because we saw it at the last takeover. And this yeah, commercial still it's... doesn't use the new logo, which the new logo for takeover is fucking awesome. But it's your... It's 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 your takeover. Yes, and I knew you would like. Oh, I love it. It's a colonial theme in Revolutionary War. We're doing the the stars with the seven stars on the left, the six stars on the right. You had your your uh, shout out to Genos. Love Genos. Genos is great. Everyone loves Genos. The Rock loves Genos. Yeah. I mean, some people like Pat's more, and some people like. Uh... All I needed was a Wawa in the background. Eh, they didn't even have the Liberty Bell, so it's fine. Yeah, they'll save. They're saving that for the the full package, and also they're gonna have to use that imagery for the Rumble as well. Uh, 
It'd be really cool if they had if they still did custom sets and the rumble they had the the art museum steps that they had the rundown. And I mean they might, who knows? They they won't. They They're won't. just gonna use the uh, the mix the the two branded set, the one with the the raw top part and the SmackDown bottom part. Yeah. I keep forgetting the the Rumble is is a both brands paper. Yeah, because they're also doing a Raw and a SmackDown after. Yeah, it's I, I don't know why I would forget that, but I do. I mean, it's even NXT is gonna be involved. Everyone's in. Yeah. You you got you gotta fill those. Maybe slots. the Boogeyman will show up again. The Boogeyman was at the Maybe. one I was at in 2015. Maybe they'll have the Godfather. I mean, he'll be there in two weeks, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? The rest of my notes are basically just uh, talking about how great Fish and O'Reilly are, because like they're just my favorite tag team to watch, because their offense is just amazing. I do have a fun note, though, about the finish when you get there. Uh, th- I mean, that's that's really all I have, just talking about how great they are. So you can just go right to that finish. So my friend, I told you I had a friend who was at the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the part where Adam Cole had Alistair Black chase him up the into the crowd? Yeah. Fun fact, where he ran, there was nowhere to go. <laughs> so that's why when you see Adam Cole just sitting there crouched, it's because he's literally trapped. He did not know. there's that the, the arena they're in is very small. There, that was not an exit. <laughs> Oh, that's right. why they were just standing there awkwardly. It's really funny. That makes sense. My friend was like, uh, they were very confused when that happened. It's like, wait, you kind of just have to stand there because you can't run away. <laughs> Good stuff. I did find it really cool that the uh, the main event of this NXT show had Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Bebe, Roderick Strong, and Nigel McGuinness. What about Alistair Black? It was just like a a big... Well, they're like all five of the people I mentioned are from Ring of Honor. True. Just, it was just a big old Ring of Honor takeover. Yeah, Atlanta... Is, Which wouldn't be a bad takeover in the future, I guess. Yeah, Atlanta is a good hotbed of Ring of Honor stuff, too, so it works. Yeah. You know what else is a big hotbed of Ring of Honor stuff? That match that was announced? I'm talking about Philadelphia. Oh. Philadelphia is a big... Okay. We, we have lots... We have... We had the, the War of the Worlds shit here. Remember? Oh. See, I, I actually... And they just had... And they just had another... And, and they just had a big event here recently, too. Ring of Honor's always here. Austin just had a big big wrestling event not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? Um, uh, Heavy is the Crown, I think? No, I, I saw him at the WWE one. The TLC. No, I I don't care about that. Wow. You didn't even go to the pay-per-view in Boston? That was money. Get cheap seats. Who cares? If I'm going to a pay per view, I'm getting good seats. We had that conversation. That's fair. That's fair. I'm 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 in the middle of doing that right now for the Rumble. Yep. We do not need to go into that on the show. It's it's a very terrifying thing that I'm doing. Yep. It's it's a it's a fun thing to watch on a day by day basis. I'm constantly checking at all times. 
But yeah, uh, the Undisputed Era won that match. Sure did. I'd say it was an undisputed victory. Why? Why would you say that? Because it was. Okay. Yeah. And then they they killed Aleister Black. That's not nice. Which was nice. It it was. I mean, it's not nice. They're bad guys. Mm-hmm. It it further proved that Adam Cole is really really good at being despicable and slimy. Yeah, that chair spot. Uh, every time someone does a chair spot and the chair doesn't break, like I I cry inside because that just looks so painful. And then then Rico came out and gave all of the Philadelphians the news they wanted to hear. I mean, it's whatever. You you don't care about going extreme in Philadelphia, you of all. No, people. because we always do that. It's what we do. We literally have a House of Hardcore show on the Friday before the Rumble. Yeah. We get it. We, we, we like the hardcore wrestling. Ah! Next year it tells me we like cheesesteaks. I can't fucking believe it. Holy shit. But you do. I know we do. You don't have to tell us. We get it. Okay. Does Tommy Dreamer sell any, any Tommy shirts yet? I mean, it's the House of Hardcore, so I'm sure he sells shit. Yeah, but he he doesn't sell any any shirts from the Edge and Christian podcast yet. You, you cut out there. What did you say? He doesn't he doesn't sell any shirts from his stupid Ed, Edge and Christian podcast segment yet. I, I don't think so. I don't think oh. he, I think WWE owns the rights to that shit. Oh, they don't because Edge and Christian's podcasts are are not. Oh, oh, you, oh, you mean the podcast? You don't mean the uh, the TV show? Yeah, God, I don't care about the TV. TV show, show is really Tommy, good. Tommy, Come Tommy. on. TV show's real good. That required me to use my network for something that is not a pay-per-view. Fair enough. So is that it for NXT? Yeah. Uh, according to my notes. Right. Well, great. Then uh, this has been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.Cool. Uh, what's, what's the tagline, Robbie? It's not... Cool. It's, it's not just it's not just cool. cool, it's not cool. It's not lay cool. It's it's, it's, it's cool. There you go, perfect, you nailed it. And we do the show live every Wednesday at nine PM Eastern time over at twitch.tv slash ozone online and on YouTube if you search for ProWrestling.cool. Otherwise we also have the website ProWrestling.cool where we have articles up every week about Raw and SmackDown. We're covering New Japan now. We got win-loss statistics up there, reviews, hot takes about certain topics. It's a great website. You should check it out. Patreon, patreon.com slash PWC, where you can help fund us to keep doing the stupid shit that we do, starting at a dollar a month. It's a, it's a good deal, and it really, really helps us. We have Twitter at the heel turn and at PWDOTC. Our Facebook is uh, at PWDOTC. And uh, Robbie, where, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at VAPATHYV. VAPATHYV. Um, I don't do any fun things outside of Twitter and work, but if you care about what I do at work, uh, play Drop Mix. 
It's real nice. Play the drop mix. Play the super beat sports. Play the rock band. Play the rock bands. Uh, if you can find a connect, play Dance Central. Good luck with that. Bear. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Robbie, thank you so much for filling in this week. It has been a pleasure talking with you. Thanks for having me. And uh, maybe it was maybe fun. We'll, maybe next time some real dumb shit happens in wrestling, I'll uh, I'll call upon you again. Better than Owen. What? Better than name better than John. Oh. Oh, I'm 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 sorry. I I thought this was a hostile takeover. No, no, get out, okay, get out of my house. Better than Oscar? I mean, that's that's a low bar. <laughs> that's all I'm here for. We'll be back next week, uh, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you then. See ya. Later. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.